All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, otherwise known as the Parking Lot Park. Pod- oh my God, we've been oh a- man, <laughs> we've been gone for a while. This is already fucked up. Anyways, I'm not gonna hit the record button all over again. So, uh, without further ado, my name is Christian Brito. With me, as always, is Mr. Dale Demott. What's up, Dale? Yeah, man, uh, not bad. I'm glad uh, that we're back recording again. We have not been super consistent, so we appreciate anybody who's sticking with us in the off season. Uh, listen, the only thing I'm going to say about all of this is that Patriots kept winning. I didn't have the energy or the uh, mental fortitude to just deal with that. So, congratulations, Patriots. Only thing I'm going to say, yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl has been broken down a million times, especially by now. Um, I don't think you guys, our listeners, are going to hear anything that you haven't already heard, so it's pointless. Maybe uh, if the Tom Falcons could just well. run the ball. <laughs> Even kneel it, but whatever. <laughs> it's not like you have Devonta Freeman going for seven yards a carry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so we've we've heard it all. Anyways, Sorry, I screamed um, a little bit. I apologize. You did scream, and they probably already turned off by now. Uh, really quick, I do want to thank everybody. Uh, well, I guess kind of thank. I uh, I replied to almost, I think, everybody that has emailed us um, from last time. You know, he yep. said, hey, email me if you're listening, blah, blah, blah. Got a ton of emails. and uh, Yeah, you don't have to email us anymore. Um, but, yeah, no, we appreciate it. We're really thankful that uh, people are still tuning in in the off offseason. Uh, you know, a little bit of bullshit and a little bit of fantasy um i don't know if you guys want to hear anything different than what we're doing now email us and let us know and uh we'll block you what um so last uh last episode christian uh you started the segment called daily gripe we're kind of ripping off family guy you know gr- what really grinds his gears you don't have to um, tell people that do they know people know that we're not original at all yeah, uh, well we have yeah. <laughs> Everything's been done. It's not our fault. I mean, we're kind of latecomers to the party. <laughs> it's all been done before. Listen, Simpsons uh, did maybe... it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I kind of got a daily gripe, and I want to know what you think about it, Christian. Uh, last week I traveled. My wife is interviewing for some new jobs, so we've been traveling uh, with a three-week-old baby, by the way, which is not fun. I don't recommend it. Um, anxiety through the roof. But... um. One thing, and it really got me thinking, you know, uh, do you ever, you know, ever in public and you see somebody doing something and you think, okay, that guy or girl gets it. Like, they're doing it right. Right. Um, you know, like, for instance, you know, you pull into a gas station and, you know, there's 10 parking spots up to the door, but somebody parks at the pump and then walks inside and doesn't even get gas. That drives me nuts. Um, so, you know, when people park at in the actual parking spot just to get their soda or whatever, beer. Um, is you know, that your you, gripe you know, that or is that just gets. an example? No, no, this is an example. But you that, have it so is many gripe gripes? Have we been gone so long <laughs> that you have so many that your example is actually an additional gripe? <laughs> it, it is a gripe. I don't like it. But I'm trying not get, to get uh, – negativity I don't think is fun to listen to, so I'm not going to sit here and bitch for 20 minutes. But 
one thing that really bothers me. I think me, it's hilarious um, because that's kind of what I want to instigate out of you all the time. As, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> as people who are members of our group chat will be will bear witness to, that's pretty much how yeah. I want all of our communication to be. It's just yes. me oh, getting yeah, yeah. you angry and riled up. <laughs> um, so, you know, traveling in the airport, you know, the moving sidewalks, um, you know, that... Mm-hmm. You know, that you're supposed to walk on, you know, it probably doubles your speed of walking. You know, you can even light jog on it, you know, and it'll really increase the speed, especially if you're rushing to the next gate. There's nothing, there's probably not much that gets me more mad about traveling than the people that stop on the moving sidewalks. Okay. It drives me crazy. If you want to rest, go on a bench and sit down for a couple of minutes. Don't take the time to stand and not do anything on the moving sidewalk. Uh, I'm kind of in the it, middle it here. It blocks. I'm, I'm going to cut you off because I feel like there's a protocol to the moving sidewalk. There's always enough space on these moving sidewalks for two people. All right? If you're going to okay, stop, no, no. I think you have to stop, stand on the right-hand side, like if you would if you were slower traffic on the road, and make sure that your luggage does not obstruct other people moving by. I think it's okay to use that as a little okay, I'm you know I'm gonna move in this spot a little slower, uh, but if you're doing so, you have to be mindful of the people around you, and that's you yeah. know that's a challenge because yeah. human beings are dicks. Yeah, I mean you can, I I still, I don't know, man. I don't like it. I I think if you're gonna if you want to rest, just rest. Don't get on the moving sidewalk and rest. And especially with kids, you're holding like three kids' hands and you're taking up the whole thing and. You're trying to utilize the moving sidewalk the proper way, and people are just in your way, and uh, it's just it drives me nuts. So, for anybody listening, if you don't know the protocol, uh, just go sit down on a bench if you're tired. Yep. Um, and on the next and, episode, no, because we're done with this. We're, we're done, Dale. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Right. Wait, 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 one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Okay. Have you noticed? And I know this is kind of hacky. I don't know, but I've noticed when I was traveling on escalators, right? You know the handrail that moves with the escalator. Uh-huh. Why do hand why does a handrail move faster than the escalator? They should be the same speed. It never is. And you end up by the time you get to the top leaning all the way over like way in front. Do you notice that? I've never no I've never noticed that. Um okay. Remember it next time. Okay. Cuz it does. Though the handrails always move faster. I just thought that was uh interesting and uh really kind of annoying. That's a useless anyways. piece of information. Yeah. Hey, Christian Speaking uh, of useless pieces wanna... of information, Dale, Febreze, this is bothering me today, this is what's currently bothering me, is not spelled <laughs> F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E, there's actually only one E after the R. Hmm. It's interesting. F-E-B-R-E-Z-E, Armando says it's French, he probably just made that up. <laughs> he probably did. Uh, hold on, actually, weirdly enough, I have a can of Febreze right next to me. Um, don't ask why. Because um, you're podcast. on the toilet? No, no. Um, oh, yeah. The listeners don't know that I'm sitting in my car. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, um, I mean, when I said this is the parking lot podcast. Yes. Oh, oh, hey, I get it now. I don't know. It's made by Procter & Gamble, but the product could be French. I don't know. Anyways, um, do you want to tell the listeners what we're up to in our personal lives, Brito? I think it's kind of interesting, and maybe somebody uh, can maybe find a little bit of motivation for themselves. All right, seeing as how we're seven minutes in, all right, the purpose of this podcast, right, in general, 
moving forward throughout the offseason. We're going to be recounting a lot of what happened in the 2016 fantasy season. We're going to be talking a lot of fantasy football, a lot of pertinent information as to what guys stand out as uh, anomalies, what guys have been consistent and are going to do these next year. And the next position we're going to address is wide receiver. But before we do any of that, Dale wants to continue to speak on things that don't matter, which is fine with me because, honestly, we're a fantasy football podcast, but we also want to do things a little differently. We want to make it a little bit fun. I don't know if I want to talk about the personal thing in our lives, but uh, we're doing a little bit of a, a weight loss challenge between... Uh, okay, my... that is a personal thing in our lives. <laughs> what? That is a personal thing that I was talking about. Yeah, that's... So you could talk about it now. That's... Okay. that's but you uh... said you didn't want to talk about it, and then you brought it up. <laughs> well... Yeah. So okay, go ahead, talk about it. It's because I'm tell, tell me about it. But I'm I'm absolutely <laughs> crushing these fools in this weight loss challenge. It's been three days. Well, it's been three days for you. It's been a week for me. You your okay. ass decided you were going to start late. Yeah. <sighs> well, because I was traveling. But anyways, um, I feel so, like yeah, I may we're... be losing weight at, at an unhealthy pace, but it's awesome. Yeah, well, that's good for you. Do you have more energy? Do you feel like you have more energy at the end of the day? Uh, it feels about the same. You know, I have. I feel better in the mornings. I've been eating pretty healthy for the last like four days, and pe- <laughs> I know that doesn't sound like much. <laughs> it's like I haven't, um, you know, no sodas, no fast food, stuff like that. Um, and uh, I feel better in the mornings. Like in the afternoons, like I'm still like you know because my sleep schedule is horrible. Um, you know, I'm pretty tired, but, uh, in the mornings, like I'm feel pretty good. Shout out so, to anyone listening to this podcast right now. Who's working out because, Oh yeah. Hey, I feel like podcast. that is a, uh, there, there's three categories of podcast listeners, right? There's the dude that's working out, the dude that's in his car and the dude that's in the bathroom, specifically bathroom Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't forget that. Yeah. Guy. D- yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Oh, there's also the work, the cubicle guy. I think we have a couple of those. Oh, okay. But ch- chances are half of you guys are fat, right? Like 50% uh, of our audience is probably fat. Listen, man, not to uh, alienate our audience, but we have an American audience, right? For the most part, we have a little bit of Canadian, some Australians. Yeah, some Australians, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah, we've got people in other parts of the globe, mostly, you know, English-speaking countries. But um, most of our audience is American, and uh, you know, land of yeah. the McDonald's and KFC. Did you yeah. see the new KFC pizza that's being introduced in Singapore? No, but what's even worse is the Taco Bell uh, chicken taco shell. <laughs> that is the worst thing ever invented. I'm, I'm gonna post yep. something on on Twitter today uh, after this podcast, Dale, that says. You know, it's basically sums up what the point I'm trying to make, which is America. Our number one concern is healthcare right now. Also, America, check out the KFC Double Down Dog. <laughs> Double Down Dog. It's literally a you know, hot dog wrapped in a KFC chicken breast that's been double fried. Yeah, yeah. You know what's uh, crazy, and I think anybody listening can attest to this. If you ever go on a diet or you're trying to lose weight or you're working out, everybody you know is an expert at 
fitness nutrition. <laughs> like you get all kinds of crazy advice about somebody's brother who lost weight and, you know, ate nothing but potatoes for a week or a month. Or, you know, one guy works out and, you know, he eats, you know, 10 ham sandwiches a day before he works out. Like you always get some weird, wacky stuff and everybody thinks they know what they're talking about. And it really just boils down to eat healthier and move your body a little bit. Okay. Are we going to talk about fantasy football at all? If you want. Sure. Mm, I mean, I don't know that. <laughs> Way hey, too early. Uh, that. All right. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> do you want to address the playoffs here, Dale? The fantasy playoffs? Um, or do we want to just jump right into the wide receivers? Let's just jump right into the wide receivers. I mean, we could review all last year forever. Um, I think people want to know kind of what to expect for next year, what to look out for. Uh, I don't anticipate people taking notes, but maybe if, uh, you know, a couple of things that we say, just stick in your back of your head until draft prep next year. I think it'll help you out. All right. So let's do a positional review of the top 10 fantasy wide receivers right now. Starting with, in standard leagues, Mr. Mike Evans, the guy that I spent from week one trying to get from your team onto my team and could yeah. not do so. Uh, Mr. Mike Evans finished with yeah. 208 fantasy points, an average of 13 pan- fantasy points per game in a standard league. What's up with Mike Evans? Do you think uh, this is something repeatable for the next season? Yeah, I, I mean, I do. I mean, you know, he had a mediocre year, uh, 2015, right? And we were still high on him. We thought his touchdown rate was super low, unrealistically low to do again. I think he had three touchdowns in 2015. Uh, brought that all the way back up this year. He had 12 touchdowns and over 1,300 yards. Um, something like that is very possible again. I think Jameis Winston has a great relationship with him. Um, you know, even dating back to last season, you know, they joked around about being the best duo quarterback wide receiver duo in, in the league. Uh, they didn't quite get that, but, um, yeah, Mike Evans is a real deal and he is, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about it off air. Uh, I think he might be the consensus top five wide receiver, uh, this year. Do you agree? I, I agree. Um, and coming into this year, he's probably the guy that I had, higher than anyone in terms of um, my ranking versus consensus rankings. Like, I just really felt like the touchdown numbers that weren't there in 2015 were absolutely going to be there in 2016. I will play a little bit of devil's advocate with you here, Dale, though. Doug Martin got injured. Jacquez Rogers got injured. Charles Sims got injured. Even Anton Smith that they brought in got injured. Yep. Everyone they tried to bring in to run the ball, and they tried to do even. Jo- I mean, Jacquez Rogers was getting thirty freaking touches a game. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Got injured. They clearly wanted to run the ball, but they didn't they did. have yeah. the health of the position. Does that concern you at all for the next season, especially if you have the emergence, perhaps, of other options in the offense, Cameron Braid and a running back? Um, you know, Jameis Winston's been a guy that, I mean, he likes his tight ends traditionally. Um, so is there, is there any concern that maybe some of these touchdown numbers or any of that go down next year and Mike Evans is really somewhere in between these two values of 2015 and 2016? 
uh, you know, I mean, he did lead the league in targets. I mean, he started off super hot too. I mean, I think we talked about him getting like thirteen or fourteen targets a game for a for a pretty big span there in the middle early season. Um, so he had 171 targets last year, uh, led, led the league. I that will probably drop. I mean, with a good run game, I mean, there's no doubt that he will get less targets. But uh, we're talking about you know he's still going to get 150 plus targets, and you know target wise, that's going to put him in the top 10 easy. Um, and then you know I mean he's just he's a big guy, he's fast, he's strong. Uh, I I see his touchdown number staying about the same. Targets going a little down, obviously, because of the run game. Yardage, you know, he's still going to be an easy 1,000-yard receiver, 1,100-yard receiver, pretty easy, I think. Um, I'm I'm really confident in saying he's a top five. All right, fair enough. I mean, he – he, we're talking 12 touchdowns, even though he didn't eclipse the, uh, the 100 receiving mark. Only three receivers actually did that this year, uh, and we're going to talk about all of those guys today. Um, Beckham, Brown, and Fitzgerald. Correct. And so, you know – 96 receptions for for Evans. He'll be in my top five. I, there's no reason not to be. Um, I just think that he's he's close. He's going to be a 1,210 guy. That's what I'm going to project him out as of right now, and I'll see where that slots in my top 10 for next year. Um, we did see a little bit of a regression in terms of overall fantasy points for wide receivers at the top of the board, the middle and the later uh, uh, wide receivers, we're talking 11 through 20 and, and on from that, didn't show much of a drop-off. It's really those top-tier guys, those wide receiver ones that did not score nearly as much as last year. Um, but let's go right. ahead and talk about number two. Uh, <laughs> he's a guy that we we hotly debate in our, in our group chats. Um, Mr. Jordy Nelson. Pretty yeah. strange year for the guy. Um, coming back... He was Mr. Touchdown, in my opinion. 14 receiving touchdowns for Jordy Nelson. Um, <clears throat> it, you know, is that just who he's going to be next year as well? Is, is it just because Aaron Rodgers just keeps throwing the man open and he's just always going to be this guy because he is the number one option for a team that, you know, has the best quarterback in the league? Yeah, I mean, he played all 16 regular season games. Um, it's huge slap in the face. I mean, I was so down on him preseason. I mean, that's that's one of my bad calls. Um, I just didn't believe in him coming off the uh, the ACL uh, injury from 2015. Um, I just plainly, flat out, just didn't believe in him at all. Um, man, he's gonna be a tough one to call again. Uh, obviously, 14 touchdowns, 1,200 yards. As good as that is, it's not very fluky for him. It's not like that stands out in his career as you know the best ever, because um, he's had really good seasons in the past. Um, so it'd be crazy if he's healthy to not think that he can produce around the same place again. I know you. I think you differ with me on that, don't you? You, you don't see him inside top ten. No, I. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the the argument that I make with Jordy. Jordy is, in terms of talent, for me is not a top 10 wide receiver talent, right? He he falls somewhere sure. between in that 11 to 20 range. in terms Talent-wise, talent. nothing to do with fantasy. But if you have the number one quarterback that's going to throw for the most touchdowns in the league, not yardage, that's not Aaron Rodgers' game, um, is not to have the most pass attempts um, in the league. Although this year, because of a lack of running game, again, 
that was a much more pass-centric offense. Um, Jordy's going to be a top 10 fantasy option and will probably actually even be maybe slightly undervalued based on his consistency over the next of the last few years we'll see what his ranking ends up in the middle of the summer dale but uh as long as you have i mean who else are they going to throw the ball to the second option in that offense is Devonte adams who had 12 touchdowns this year Devonte adams is not a special wide receiver in any way he had 12 touchdowns right yeah yeah so, i mean you know to the you know last year like we said he had 14 touchdowns jordy nelson did uh the year last year he played was 2014 he had 13 touchdowns and more yardage i mean right. this guy he's he's consistent um he's consistent so you know like i said last year wasn't even his best touchdown year um as long as aaron Rodgers is uh is throwing it to him and you can't bet against him as far as fantasy you cannot and so the number three wide receiver for the 2016 season was the guy that a lot of people took number one overall he didn't necessarily yeah. uh kill your season mr antonio brown uh yeah very consistent played 15 games actually um had a higher average per game than than the other guys we just mentioned um the highest average per game uh, was antonio brown 13.4 fantasy points per game uh, pretty good season. I mean, as long as he has Big Ben healthy, Antonio Brown is elite. We didn't get what we saw the last couple years. The the uber elite just sets himself apart. Um, monster season. Sure. But if you drafted Antonio Brown in the first round, he didn't kill your team. You got exactly what you pick. needed out of first round pick, which is a consistent yep. guy that you're starting week Safe. in, week out. Exactly. Yeah, very safe, very consistent. I mean, one of like we already mentioned, one of three guys with a hundred receiving, uh, hundred receptions, um, twelve touchdowns. So yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about uh, Antonio Brown. I mean, he's safe. He's going to be safe next year. The number one wide receiver next year. Yes. Uh, I don't think you. I can, think so. I don't think you can uh, not have him there after three straight years of being a top three guy. So unless Ben Roethlisberger retires, he said, "Oh, maybe, maybe not." That's not going to happen. All right, moving on. Number four, <laughs> another guy that was picked in the top three for a lot of uh, drafts, uh, not just top three wide receivers, but top three overall, Mr. Odell Beckham. Um, yeah. <clears throat> again, people kind of were waiting on a monster season from Odell. That didn't happen, but consistent production. There, There's no fear in drafting Odell next year, right? No, not at all. No, played all 16 games, over 100 receptions. Uh, almost 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, the guy, very safe play as well. I mean, uh, I know I keep saying the word safe. I don't mean to overuse it, but um, he is. I mean, it, it, early early first-round pick. Any way you want to look at it, if you want to look at it, receiving yards, receptions, receiving touchdowns, top five in, all, in, in, in every receiving category pretty much that you can look at, very, very consistent. Um, just he never had a monster game. That's the that's what really shocks me because that's kind of how I think about Odell Beckham, right? You think of yeah. this guy that's going to have these huge weeks, and, and that really just didn't happen. It was just week in, week out, extremely consistent, and I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. You think 2016 yeah. will be better, or this is more or less 
you know, this is his ceiling. He is a top three or four receiver, and that's what he is. I think it's very possible for him to, again, repeat 100 receptions, uh, you know, over 1,200 yards or so, maybe even more. Uh, Double-digit touchdowns, very possible again. Um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely in that top tier, top three or four for sure. All right. And so I think um, I think what we'll do today is we're going to round out our top five here with Mr. T.Y. Hilton. Nice. So T.Y. Hilton. FIU What's T.Y. Hilton's name? Uh, Eugene. I don't remember his middle name, but his, his first name is yeah, Eugene. Eugene yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene Hilton. I Played all you, 16 I, games. I know this. <laughs> uh, monster yardage year. Uh, I think top of the league with uh, 1,448 yes. yards. Yes, um, that is correct. I guess the, the only thing that disappointed, I guess, was his six lonely touchdowns. Um, the topic of conversation here is, yeah, we know he can catch. He's going to get the targets. Is his touchdown rate going to go up? And how's how's that going to work with him and Andrew Luck? And it's, feel, it's just bound to go up, right? I mean, it can't go down. Uh, it's going to stay about the same, man. This is you think this so? is who I think T. Y. Hilton is. Is is that yardage guy? That guy that uh, Andrew Luck feels safe with. But when he's looking in the end zone, he's not necessarily looking for T. Y. He's looking for T.Y. on first uh, on third downs. He's looking for T.Y. when he needs a play, but not necessarily in the end zone. So <clears throat> this is exactly what I think T.Y. is, a top 10 fantasy wide receiver who's not necessarily going to give you those touchdowns, who you're just hoping for those big yardage games. It's going to be a little bit more inconsistent than the other guys we mentioned, which is why I will have him a little lower than some of the guys maybe even behind him because the play is going to be a little bit more inconsistent with, with T.Y. As luck goes, T.Y. goes for the most part. And luck can be hit and miss, even though next year I'm very, I'm probably going to be very high on Andrew Luck. But um, we'll see how that progresses. I like him, but not, not as a top five guy next year. Probably a top ten guy. Okay. Now, if I had to make you bet 100 bucks over under six and a half touchdowns for T.Y., where are you going? Um, I'm probably going under. Mm, okay. I'll take that I, over. I think he's a 5-6 touchdown guy. Okay. Fair enough. I don't have enough to uh, argue with you there. But uh, okay. But uh, I think he can easily repeat 1,300 yards again. Okay. I mean, he had 1,448. I, I think he can do 1,300 again. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I do too. All right. Oh, hey, uh. Just really quick before we go, um, we have some really exciting stuff for you guys coming up later this offseason. We're going to be talking to some NFL players, some prospects, um, some really cool stuff. Uh, we won't go into details yet. We've got to finalize some, a couple of things, but uh, really excited about what's coming up. Um, so not to tease you, but that kind of, I guess, is. And uh, we it's will be, be coming out with part two of our wide receivers, diving a little bit more deep and probably – the guys that you really want to hear about. The top guys, I mean, those are the top guys. They're going to be there next year. Uh, we're going to dive sure. into the next part of the wide receivers on our next episode. Um, and Dale will probably have like 18 more gripes for you. Now nah, I'm going to I'm going to stay the negative, off the negativity train. Are you, you know, sure? It's all happy. Yep, because we're getting fit. We're, you know, eating healthy. We're feeling good, staying positive. Life is good. Okay, well, I got to tell them about Home Depot next time. 
<laughs> All right. For Christian Brito, I'm Dale. Thanks for listening, and uh, catch you next time. Later. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. Then we take that town. Then we take that town.